Welcome to Small Biz Brainiac, providing employer intelligence that helps you navigate the regulatory landscape and keep you on course running the business you love. Here's your host, Thomas Rock Lindsay. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 74, where today we'll learn about travel expense reimbursements. So do you have employees that travel? Do you reimburse their expenses or pay them an allowance? Only qualified travel expenses can be reimbursed without being included as taxable wages. You might be reimbursing unqualified expenses because the travel doesn't qualify as a business expense, or you're not reimbursing actual expenses, or you're not using the right per diem rate, or you don't have an accountable plan. I know you can't wait to learn all about travel expense reimbursement, so let's rock this. Travel expenses are reimbursable if they are incurred while your employee is temporarily away from home and on business for your company. So more specifically, their duties must require that they be away from the general area where they live and be there substantially longer than an ordinary day's work. And they need to either sleep or rest during the trip for it to be considered work while away from home. This can be anywhere from one night to a full year, but work away from home lasting more than a year is usually not considered travel and expense reimbursements are taxable wages. So for example, if your employee travels away from home for the day and has lunch or dinner, but he doesn't stay overnight, then even though he might have been gone for over eight hours, his meals are not reimbursable. Now, if, on the other hand, his meals are directly related and necessary for attending a business meeting or a convention that's related to your trade or business, then they are reimbursable. But the first thing you need to do when reimbursing travel expenses or any other business-related expense for that matter is to create an accountable reimbursement plan. You need one of these puppies so that all your employee business expense reimbursements are non-taxable. To qualify as an accountable plan, it has to have the following three elements. The expenses must have a business connection. The person you're reimbursing must be an employee and the expense you are reimbursing must be a deductible business expense. Now that's one of the, the three. So don't try to pay for the airfare of your employee's spouse who just decided to join them on a business trip to Hawaii. You know, they're not an employee and there's no business connection. Now, the second one is your employee has to adequately account for the expense within a reasonable period of time. And a reasonable period of time depends on the facts, but if you follow certain rules, it'll be considered reasonable. If you're paying in advance on future expenses, for example, the advance can't be more than 30 days before the expense is incurred. And your employee must adequately account for the expense within 60 days of being paid the advance or incurring the expense. And third, your employee has to return any excess reimbursement or allowance within a reasonable period of time, which is 120 days after an expense is paid or incurred. And if you don't follow these three rules, then payments are considered to have been paid under a non-accountable plan and their taxable wages. Now, in order to substantiate an expense, you need documentation. In other words, a receipt that shows the amount, the date, the place, and the essential character of the expense. So, for example, a hotel receipt will work if it has the name and location of the hotel, the date of the stay, and separate amounts for non-lodging charges such as meals and telephone calls. Does anyone actually use a hotel room telephone anymore to make calls? I don't think so. Anyway, a restaurant receipt works 
if it has the name and location of the restaurant, the name of the people served, and the date and the amount of the expense. So if you're at the Cracker Barrel and you want to buy your very own peg game to play back at the hotel after your meal, the receipt must show that item separately. And by the way, that's not a reimbursable expense. Now, there are exceptions as usual, like you don't need to substantiate an expense if the following conditions apply. So if you reimburse travel expense under an accountable plan and you use a per diem allowance method, which we'll talk about in a second, that includes meals and lodging. Or the expense other than lodging is less than $75. Or a transportation expense for which a receipt's not readily available. So let's talk about per diem. If you pay your employees a per diem instead of reimbursing actual expenses incurred, then like I just said, you don't need to substantiate the expense, meaning you don't need to have receipts. Per diem means for the day, and the General Services Administration, or GSA, establishes the daily rate by location. And these rates are set every fiscal year, which for the federal government is from October 1st to September 30th. So the 2017 rates were effective October 1st, 2016. You can get these rates online using a nifty search feature at www.gsa.gov. Now there's also a simplified high-low option where the IRS lists key cities that qualify for a high rate and everywhere else qualifies for the low rate. So for example, Chicago qualifies for the high per diem rate and all other cities and towns in Illinois are considered low per diem rate locations. But here are some nuances of the per diem. For example, reimbursements are based on the location of the work activities, not the accommodations. That is unless lodging is not available at the work activity location. Now there are also separate meals and incidental expense rates that you can use if you want to reimburse the actual hotel expense and then just pay the per diem for meals and incidentals. Now going with the per diem method versus the substantiated method is much easier for everyone, but you might end up spending more and your employees might end up skipping meals or staying at Roach Motel so they can pocket the difference between what you reimburse them and what they actually spend. Well, there you have it, the travel expense reimbursement basics. Remember that I'm here to answer any employer-related questions that you have free of charge. It's my way of saying thank you for listening. So to ask me a question, go to smallbizbrainiac.com and scroll down to the Got Questions section and ask away. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Brainiac. To get your questions answered by Thomas directly, visit smallbizbrainiac.com. And for more employer intelligence, be sure to join us again here on Small Biz Brainiac. Small Biz Brainiac.